good Sunday evening and welcome to a special tables, ladders, and chairs. Oh my! <laughs> Edition of the Sideline Junkies, WrestleManiacs. Uh, you got the people's choice. The man, the myth, the legend, Don Rodriguez. Table connoisseur. Then you have myself, the big guy, KG. Chairs connoisseur? Uh, yeah, I guess I'd be a chair connoisseur. And oh, you know what? I'm going to see if we can get BJ in here. Uh, see if he can be the lattice connoisseur. Oh, yeah, that worked. But how you feeling, man? I mean, it's it's been a busy week and... In terms of uh, everything, man, work, wrestling, everything. Feel like Terrence Howard, man. You know it's hard out here for him. That's that's how I feel right now. The grind, the grind, the grind. I tell you, and still making sure we stay true to uh, our weekly bit of love because we we can't deny the people the mothership. That that would be like a disservice to the world. How can we do that? Guess what? We can't. So, if nothing else, we got to make sure we get our uh, conversation in on some tables, some ladders, and some chairs, which is airing tonight live on the WWE Network. So, we all know how this goes. KG makes a pick. It's wrong. I make a pick. It's spot on. And then we count up all the picks, and I win. Ah, uh, here we go. That is how I'm used to seeing how the, you know everything plays out. Now, this is 2019. We're coming close to the end of uh, this century, so next year could be his year, and he could start off good. But we still 2019, so this year is not going to be good. These picks are not going to be good for you, man. It's just back to the normal. So I hope you're ready. Now, here we go. You know what? It's always when it's going to be my year, but you never say anything when I win two in a row. I did. I congratulated the one time that you won. The second time, isn't that when you cheated and had a, a football pick in there or something? I don't know, man. I think you just. That, 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 that was a whole last year, and that wasn't cheating because we had to do something to break the tie. Yeah, but it, was, it had nothing to do with wrestling. So just cheater. Just a cheater. Next time we'll use the XFL. That way you can't say it doesn't have anything to do with wrestling. Uh, I guess that's fair. And next time being February, March, right? XFL January. 2020. January? Is it what we're kicking up? So we got to start paying attention to that, man. You got to. Yeah, yeah. Cause I, I mean, that they, Twitter feed is blowing up all the, all the time. But, you know, it's been so crazy. I had a chance to really scrub down and see what all the uh, traction is about. But nonetheless. I'm excited for uh, Vince to, to kick it off. And that's the XFL 2.0. <laughs> if he does that. If not, then we'll, we'll have to see how it plays out uh, and see what superstars are there just to, to get the rub, as Booker T likes to say, uh, to the, the product. But none of that is going to involve a table, a ladder, or chairs. So let's start the pick down with Aleister Black. Versus Buddy Murphy. And if you remember, a couple weeks back, wasn't really uh, Buddy Murphy knocking on the door of Alistair Black. He just pretty much just said, hey, Alistair Black, and the door opened. But uh, that was enough to pick a fight 
with Alistair Black, and because Buddy Murphy is a uh, headstrong, he went ahead and accepted the challenge. So the question is: Is Alistair Black going to keep his fight picking streak going, or is Buddy Murphy going to get the one up? I'm going to go with Alistair Black just because. If Buddy Murphy beats him, then the next person knock on the door. You know, it's kind of like the Undertaker streak at this point, unofficially. So I'm going to go with Alistair Black for that reason alone. What about you, sir? Uh, just because Alistair Black, and I feel that ever since they broke up the team of him and Ricochet, and one thing that I, I will say is I enjoy watching. It was a match that involved him. Ricochet and Ali, and the way those guys fed off each other, I, I thought that that could be something there. But uh, of course, <sighs> nobody listens. But um, I'm gonna go with Alistair Black as well. Sure. Okay. Yeah, it's not a problem. Here we go. Copycat. I gotta copy you. Never, never you copying me. Cause never... I went first. I went first. Yeah, but you, you looking over here on my paper? Okay, I'm going to let you go next. Uh, Viking Raiders is going to issue an open challenge for the Raw Tag Team Championships. Uh, the scuttlebutt on the street is that it's going to be accepted by the Street Profits. So we'll pick, assuming that the Street Profits um, are the challengers. Because there's really nobody else. So, Viking Raiders, Street Profits. Who's going to become champions or who's going to retain? Oh, my goodness. Um, I'm going to go, and it'd be awesome if they brought the Hardys back for this, but I'm going to go, uh, as much as I love the Street Profits, I'm going Viking Raiders. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think it's too soon for Street Profits. Just Really? A little bit. Give it to them tomorrow night. Why? Why would they get a rematch? It's supposed to be not rematch clauses. It's, 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 it's not. Gonna, it's not going to be a clean finish. What? I mean, how's it not going to be a clean finish? Viking Raiders. I mean, they're not the heels. Yeah, but I, I just I don't see it. I don't see it being a clean finish. See somebody interfering. Yeah. Okay. What would you think would interfere? Hmm. I don't know. Hey, you know what? The Usos. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yes. 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 And that's why we keep him here, ladies and gentlemen. He may not be good with the picks, but he'll drop some gems on you. <laughs> oh. Good with the picks, but I'll drop gems. Ain't that something? What? I'm giving you credit. That's you know a back-ended compliment. Since you're, since you're dropping gems, I'm going to go ahead and pick the Viking Raiders, too. Yeah, see? Copycat, copycat. <laughs> <laughs> that's not copying. That's following a good leader at the moment. Oh, here we go. It's the least I can do. I'm trying to build up your, your confidence. Uh, <laughs> but now, speaking of building up, New Day versus Old Day, for lack of a better term. New Day versus The Revival. For the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. So Kofi's broken a record for having uh, 
one of the longest runs as a tag champion. But then again, if the New Day just come in, they're going to have a great match with the Revival. But if they just beat the Revival, isn't that with people getting released? Just something else to really push them over the edge? So that is the conundrum that we're at right now. But I am actually going to go with the Revival. And here is where we disagree. I I don't think that you know if they decide to oh now that you want you want your release you're still one of the top tag teams in the division and because you lose to the new day who I'm going with in just in case you didn't know uh if you lose to the new day and I don't mean you know you come in boom bang kapow one two three new day's new champion I mean you actually put on a good match. It goes, you know, it flows very well. New Day comes out victorious. You still, you want your release after putting on a show like that when it doesn't mean it's the end all to be all. Yeah, but they've had quite a few great uh, matches already in WWE, so the match quality is there. They put in the work, but yeah, are they getting rewarded? You know, that's where their frustration lies. Versus them going to AEW, where there's still some some holes in their tag team division because I was talking to a guy the other day and we, we both had the same consensus. AEW is lacking one thing and that is several storylines. You got only two running that are true storylines. You have Chris Jericho and that's just a period dot. So everything revolving around Chris Jericho storyline, you know, he's pretty much writing his own narrative at this point. And then the other one is Cody Rhodes versus MJF. So you remove those two. There's no strong storyline going for the women. We don't know what the hell Brandy Rhodes is setting up, so we can't even count that with the Nightmare Collective. Wait, wait, wait. The- have, have you seen Brandy Rhodes' uh, her Instagram and what she on Twitter? What she's posted? Was it something new? What, did I miss something? What, what, what did she post? I mean, I oh. have, I've been looking at it, but I'm in Mr. What did she post? Oh, my goodness. Uh, Just absolute fire. And I, I, I'm trying to figure out. I still can't remember if she had on. Uh, oh, you talking about imagery? Clothes? Yeah. I don't oh, know if she man. had on clothes or, or what, but I was like, good grief. Woman. Uh, that's, still <laughs> that's still not a storyline. That's still not a storyline. It, it, it survived, though. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, you, you don't know what a narrative is going or not even that part, but it's just it's not something that you can sustain and say, OK, for the women's division, this is the active thing. They're talking a lot about the um, the rankings, which is fine. But, you know, you at sometimes you have a new person come in, which you just did and beat the third ranked team. So you had Big Swole come in and, and beat the third ranked Emmy uh, uh, Sakura. So, what storyline are you telling? So, that's out. Tag team, at first you think it's the Lucha Brothers versus the uh, the Young Bucks based off of the Lucha Brothers attacking the Young Bucks and stuff like that. But then, you turn it around as Lucha Bros uh, going against SCU, and they're beefing. Then, you have Santana and Ortiz, the factor in. I mean, there's so many different... Just run out and beat down this person, then start this 
We don't know what the hell is going on. So this tag team, you don't really have a story. But adding a revival, uh, a traditional thing, which you also have Arn Anderson there as a road agent and a producer, that's, that's liquid gold right there. Because now you get to be back under the umbrella and the tutelage and, and the vision of Arn Anderson who can help craft somebody. And not only that, you got Tully Brancher over there as well. So, man, that's a lot of elements. They could really, from that point, elevate and go to a six-man championship. Mm. And, How long and have play we been some other moves. That? Yeah. So, the Revival leaving isn't a bad thing. Well, since you put it that way... Well, bad thing for them. So, I don't know. But we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But I, I don't think they need to lose. The New Day can take the hit, take the loss, and then keep on ticking. Because they, they're bank. Handled with fist merchandising. Is, it's, like, it's like John Cena. Doesn't have to have the belt anymore. To be honest with you, they don't have to have the championship to be successful. The, 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 their characters uh, are pretty much beyond that. So... Speaking of uh, characters, you got first pick, Kabuki Warriors versus the interesting tag team of Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch for the women's tag team champions. Mind you, the other problem that WWE is having is remember when the women's tag champions was all about going back and forth, defending and, and everything? Yeah, not really having that anymore. I'm quite sure you've been thinking the same thing like I have. It's like, where's the fanfare and the fuss over the tag team championships? Why are they not all over the place all the time, really driven, really making it happen? Is it because they can't cut strong English promos? Or is it that's just not something they're focusing on? On the flip side of the coin, Paige on her Twitter just got finished – having a little bit of a small little Twitter rant, really small one, but saying, hey, did I lose you? Can't have a, and I know you're laughing because we talked about this. I lost you for a second there. Hold on. You got to back up. You said, you said Paige on, uh, 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 on her Twitter. That's we, we, we lost you for a minute there. Oh, I don't know what was happening. It's probably uh, Vince trying to beat me out. But Paige on her Twitter had a little small Twitter rant about the women's evolution and the pay-per-view. Wondering, when is it coming back? Is it coming back? How is it happening? Is it just a, a fluke, a fad? This year's almost over and there's nothing? And I was like, man, I know KG, if he saw that, be like, damn, didn't a certain podcast pose the same question? What the hell is the evolution? Basically, they just did a let's cash in theme pay-per-view. And we're done. Exactly. Not, and you know what? Here's the, here's the interesting thing. They did a, a S.H.I.E.L.D. final pay-per-view, which was a house show. Not really a pay-per-view, but I mean a, a special on WWE Network. And it was a house show. They did uh, something else that was just a house show that they aired on a WWE network. Why can't you air another house show 
and make it a make it the evolution. They did a, a NXT All Women's something uh, house show, and that went over. wasn't televised, but we know what happened. They could do that. Hell, they could do a Clash of Champions. Like it used to be. I don't mean it actually. I mean, I know they have the pay per view class of champions, but that style of free pay per view on the USA network, and it could be all women. AKA, you don't even have to do it on a different day. Monday Night Raw's time slot would be Monday Night Raw, all women's show. You're still the producing new content, so you're not losing the longest reigning uh, episodic show of all time. But you've got three hours. Of women's matches you could produce. You could do that once every six months. But I understand what she's saying. It's like, what the hell is the focus? Yeah, I agree mm. with that. So we go through all that to let you do the first pick on what you think the next step of this is going to be because it could be interesting. On how you could come out. You could start some great stories. One way. And that's if Charlotte and Becky win. But then again. On a flip side of the coin. They're also raw superstars. So does that mean they'll be able to travel to SmackDown. And challenge Bailey and Sasha. Or or somebody else. For the championships. To go down to NXT. And, ch- and challenge two women down there. For the championship. Or does that mean the championships for the women. Just stays on Raw for the tag champs. But if the Kabuki Warriors win, that gives them even more credibility. And then you can also catapult and have them start the tour because they just beat the man and the man's daughter. <laughs> uh, so that that's some extra clout right there. And they've done a great job of meshing together and really being a great OG tag team with the great Muda Flair and the Kabuki Warriors. So you have to decide first pick on who's going to elevate this women's tag division better, I guess, is really what we're looking at. The Kabuki Warriors or Charlotte and Becky? The Kabuki Warriors, but I don't think the only reason why I say that is the Usos going to show up. <laughs> no, no. It's gonna be another dirty finish. It's gonna be uh, 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 uh Sasha and Bailey. You think so? Yeah, cause you know they they want that tag. They want those titles back, bad. But do they really? Well, I mean, Bailey's got the championship, but does Sasha? But I mean, does Sasha get, want it? You'll never get the payoff of ba- with Bailey having the women's title. You'll never get the payoff of. Sasha ever taking the next step and going to get a, a, a singles title, unless they create and you, you go and say it. Go ahead. I know what you was about to. I heard the breath because you just had to let that stress out. Go ahead, man. Just say it, please. <laughs> unless they create something equivalent to the United States title, the mm-hmm. Intercontinental title. For the women. Mm-hmm. That's where your TV title could come in at. Mm-hmm. On both brands. that need to be a buffer. Exactly. You, you got to have something. Because it, it's like it was. And, and 
well, was that when they did the expansion in 2001 and you had WWF? Well, it was WWE then. WWE, WCW, ECW. You had three brands, a lot of talent, but not enough belts to compete. All you had was the WWF championship, the WCW championship, the ECW championship. Okay, those are for your top tiers on three shows. Then they, all they had was the United States title and an Intercontinental title and a tag title. That was it. It wasn't a, for the amount of talent that they had, uh, it wasn't enough belts. Now you got the talent. Once again, you don't have enough belts. So that's just that's just my frustration, my thing. If they do that, things could be a lot better for the women's division because you 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 it doesn't feel like they're being held back, and that's mm-hmm. what I feel that they're doing to Sasha because her and Bailey are never gonna face off. They're allies, they're friends, so they'll never face off. Give me something, right? Unve- Hell, unveil a new belt tonight going into 2020 and have an open tournament for it. Or, you know what? Since you got two shows, you got two belts. You have a North American title and a TV title. One for each show. As an equivalent to your U.S. title and your Intercontinental title. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, you preach it to the choir right there, man. If only. If only. But three months. Here's the other side of coin. I know you picked the Kabuki Warriors, so you are locked in. <laughs> what if the finish went differently? Oscar went for the mist on Bailey, but I'm not Bailey. So you got me thinking mm-hmm. SmackDown. On, because yeah, they're not running in, man. They're not doing a run in, but um, Oscar does the the goes for the mist uh, and tries to spray the mist on Becky, but Becky drops down and it hits Kyrie Sane. So then Oscar's mad, like, oh my gosh, oh no, and then you know one two three pin or some somehow there's an attack and you're good to go. I can that, dig it. So that, that that could be a thing. I like it. But I'm still not but, changing. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to have to go with it. So I'm going to go with Charlotte and, and Becky. We'll see if we get Becky two belts. Okay, okay. How about this? Now, if you're going with Charlotte and Becky, since you're going to go with Charlotte and Becky, since this is what you're going to do, and you're going to stand on this, give me a name right now for their tag team. Oh, no, it's not going to be it. You can't name them. If they win the titles, you got to name them. No, not really. You got to have a name. You just can't come out. Oh, jeez, we're in trouble again. Here, Vince, call. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad he called your phone. Not mine. Yeah, he's trying to get me. I don't think. I don't think you can... 
I don't think you can name them. But you got your your next pick, Rusev versus Bobby Lashley. I'll let mm. you go and do that pick. Oh, now you let me have that one first. Uh, this is a no brainer. The the this is going to be the climax to this feud. So give me Rusev, and Rusev will get Lana back tonight. What? She will see. That's a total reversal on the storyline. Now he's going to be like, okay, I love you, boo. Let's go go back and party. It, it ain't gonna be that. It, it, but see, you, you gotta you gotta do the reverse, and then you gotta do a reverse after you do the reverse. He's gonna get Lana back for the night because he's gonna embarrass Bobby, and then dump her. Yeah, tomorrow and she'll she'll run back to Bobby. But Bobby don't want her. Yeah, exactly. So she's in limbo. You you come on now. Come, we we grew up in the same area and the same era, and pretty much the same area too. But. You watched enough Young and the Rest as One Life to Live General Hospital. You know how this goes. Oh, man. And Victor died again. That's what you say. <laughs> they killed Victor Newman for the 15th time? God dang. He'll be he back tomorrow. Back. Yeah. It, I don't think I told you this before. You know, you know that's who I wanted to be when I was younger, right? Who didn't want to be Victor Newman? I, I had to be. I was like, that's who I want to be. Shout I out wanted to Eric Braden. Who didn't want to be Victor Newman? Mm-hmm. Just walked up there. This is my son, Nicholas. Do this. Like, oh, snap. Get him, Vic. Get him. <laughs> Sleep with everybody and everybody's sister, everybody's sister's cousin. It's like, God dang. I don't even know who you got kids with now anymore, Victor, but whatever. Newman Enterprises. Just make it happen. Make it happen. But, uh, so, yeah, I might have to go with Rusev. But I, it's not going to be over. There's still going to be more. I think it's going to be a uh, a Lana tries to attack Rusev with something, misses, and hits uh, Bobby Lashley. And that kind of causes uh, the, the loss. So it's going to be a misstep. Mm. I like that too. But I like my way better. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Well, we'll see how my way goes. Because this is pretty much an easy win. Roman Reigns, Baron Corbin. The big dog who was covered in dog food a couple weeks ago. Versus the king, Baron Corbin. Who had a great um, interview and and two segments on WWE Backstage. uh, Which is the the return of CM Punk in that episode. So I was really impressed. You actually saw how hardcore Baron Corbin is when he was over there. Uh, playing with the Cardinals on that practice team, throwing some uh, some fists uh, when there was some beef. They're like, okay, okay, Corbin. But he was also a boxing champ, too, Golden Glove mm-hmm. winner. So, yeah, uh, that's not the guy you want to be getting to a fist fight with. Because the other guy, I don't even know who he was beating up, was swinging for his helmet, and Corbin's just throwing uppercuts, which is common sense. He's got a helmet on. Why are you swinging at my face? I got a helmet on, fool. But I'm uppercut you and drop you where you stand. And he was just holding on to that face mask and just bang, 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 throwing right hand bombs. And that dude just dropped. So if you can go back and watch that, you'll see that quick little segment. He was putting in some work. So I'm going with uh, Roman Reigns, unfortunately, because 
Yeah, you can't have dog food put on you and then lose a match on a pay-per-view. Yeah, those two things will go together. He's going to go with Roman. I am going to go against you. I'm going what? Yep. Are you shiggity and me right now? They got it. Uh, granted, what what what's the best way to put Baron Corbin over? Now he's not really over when he won. He didn't he didn't go over when he won King of the Ring. Shocking, surprising. A lot of people hated. He didn't go over when he was the captain of the Survivor Series team. And he was supposed to be the, air quotations, leader of the locker room. Okay? Right. This feud with Roman Reigns. And people, you know, they, they, they love Roman. Well, no, excuse me. They love to hate Roman. Everybody loves Joe. But they hate Roman. Because they, being force-fed Roman Reigns, a lot of people have hated. What better way to go over than to beat Roman Reigns at TLC? And they're trying to get Baron Corbin to go over. He may not be white hot, but if he goes over, the possibility... Oh, he's, he's over, though. I, I, I call him over. I mean, Baron Corbin is the number one heel in the company. One leg. One leg. If he goes and gets that other leg over, and it's kind of like being stuck in, with Bob wide at the bottom, so you're kind of tugging at it. But you can get free. But you're just you're, you're trying. I think and he's free after that dog food thing because wow. uh, he, several people went up to him, even um, Dolph Ziggler, and said, man, I haven't heard uh, a pop like that for a heel based off of their actions since Vicky Guerrero was on the mic. That's huge. Mm. Huge. So if he's getting that level of response based off of his actions, that, that that's through the roof right there. But, you know, hey, we'll see. We'll see. And then we have the main event of the evening. The Miz, standing up for Daniel Bryan, like the champion and the marine star that he is, going against Bray Wyatt, not The Fiend, but Bray Wyatt. That's going to be interesting. And here's Very. the thing. One of two things is happening with Daniel Bryan. Is Daniel going to be brainwashed by the Fiend and come out as a Wyatt family member-esque again? And then the Yes Movement, quote-unquote, as if it was a real person, but the Yes Movement is going to be trying to get Daniel's attention to turn him. And over the time between now and WrestleMania, you'll see him They'll chant yes or, or something, and then he'll kind of make a motion, and then it gets bigger and bigger until finally he breaks free of the spell type of thing and then uh, goes against Bray Wyatt. Or, and, the, and Daniel Bryan actually interferes and costs Miz the match. Or does the Miz beat Bray Wyatt? And we still know what's happening with Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is the key to this. So... I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt for the win. But I think Daniel Bryan's going to interfere for Bray Wyatt, and he's going to be quote-unquote changed. Mm, changed. Define changed. 
Well, it's kind of like when uh, Superman went bad. I give you that. Oh my goodness! Um, damn, why are you putting me on the spot like this? You mean the spot's a pick show? Yeah, but I'm on the it's spot your job, because I... man, it's your job. No, 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 no. My my job, and you said Bray Wyatt, right? Yes. Not okay. the fiend. Not the fiend. No, my job is to do introductions and to take cues from the producer. Mm-hmm. Put it all on me. Why you put it yeah. all on me? What do you do <laughs> if you catch a pancake from the New Day? You know, that's a good daggone question. What do you do? Do you, do you, do you put it in a frame and just let it mold? Heaven forbid you, you, you eat it. You should lack it. Been, yeah, I guess you could, but then you got I need you to sign this pancake you threw. Or you know what? You get them to sign something and you shellac it, put it in the frame. That way it never goes bad. Or you bronze yeah, it or something. I, I guess. No, that's, that's a, a good straight thought. On. What the hell are you do with the pancake? <laughs> I don't I don't know. Because I'd be too scared to big eat and rub them on his mm I'm good. Yeah. Well, you gotta remember he's carrying them in his singlet. So it's <laughs> that's that's a, yeah, okay. Yeah, I can I'm see good. a kid like getting ready to take a bite and the mom just smacks it out of his hand. Boy, what the hell? Don't you put that in your mouth? And he's crying, my pancake. I don't know. Stray thoughts here at the sideline junkies WrestleManiacs. <laughs> but you still did you give your pick? Are you going with the Miz? Uh, I think I'm going with the Miz. Wow. Suggestion. I'm good at this. Because guess what? Uh oh, go and say what? The Universal Championship's not on the line, so it's okay for Bray Wyatt to lose. True. But then that'll also mean that the Fiend will be angry on Friday. Exactly. I can see that too. The angrier he is, the more vicious and volatile he will be. And what, wait, wait. The theme for the weekend. Angry is good. Angry gets shit done. Mm. Mm. Mr. Nancy from American Gods, man. They fired mm-hmm. my man Orlando Jones. Yeah, I know, but, man. You know what he needs to say? Make seven up yours. <laughs> Remember that? Yeah. He's done a lot of good stuff, man. Yeah, he's really cool. He came through uh, ESPN's on Baltimore back in the day. And uh, it was a seven up party. I would have lost my mind. Oh, yeah. I've been so, a fan yeah, of so his. I got to meet him on Mad TV. Oh, yeah. What? He was real chill. You know, at that point, you know, Mad TV was still, you know, relatively something that people remember. But yeah, yeah it was real chill. And it was like, man, I love Mad TV. He's like, thanks, man. Thanks. So he played some basketball and baseball tonight and stuff like that. So real cool dude. But I mean, he'll bounce back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Who knows? He'll probably end up on Empire or something. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, he also played one of my favorite characters, too, in a movie. Was, was that? Clifford Franklin, man. The replacements. Mm-hmm. The football is like a one-man code. Clifford Franklin, only one catching it. Clifford Franklin, only one coming down with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That, that, yeah. that deeper mentality that he wound up 
taking on after he started catching passes. It, it, it inspired me. I, I, I love doing that, man. Wow. The whole stick scene when he held his hands up. He said, Coach, this don't look natural. It looked like I jacked off an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm going to have to go back and watch the movie now. See, now you can got me all excited. It's like, dang it. I got to figure out what I'm going to figure that in the, into uh, the mix in the Star Wars week. It's going to be crazy, you know, man. I, it, you should have, that movie should always be, it should be framed and in your house. It was filmed in your city. Yes, I know this, man. Come on, now. I know this. I know this. They all came to the zone. Seriously. Unfortunately, I miss Gene Hackman. That hurt me in my heart right there. I missed them twice, actually. I missed them when they were filming The Replacements, and I missed them when he was filming um, uh, Enemy of the State. Oh, man. I know. I was so heartbroken. Like, you mean I miss Mr. Luthor twice? And y'all didn't call me? Like, well, we didn't think. What do you mean? <laughs> you didn't think. I would have been here. Quickly. Quickly. Like, man, mm. it's, it's horrible. I've, I've had some, some yelling sessions. Like, when, uh, you know, even though he, he was a little interesting back then when he was dating Serena Williams, but when uh, LeVar Arrington uh, was uh, at the zone having dinner and the manager didn't want to comp the meal, like, are you stupid if you don't comp that damn meal? Like, well, but they ate this much food. It's what we do. <laughs> Come on. Comp the meal. Philistine. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah, yeah what I understand that. It's like we are ESPN, so if a sports player comes in, you comp the meal. It's good for business, and it's what we do. Now, if they're talking $10,000 worth of food, yeah, you're paying for some of that. Yeah, you're going to pay part of that. Yeah, as long as they tip the server, we're good. You know, you get the comp meal and don't tip, we're going to have a problem. I'm going to have to have some words with you, LeVar Arrington. And then I'm like, well, how's Serena doing? But then, <laughs> you know, that was OG, old school Serena. Then that's, that's before she was like, you know, the Michael Jordan of tennis. And that was a pre-cat suit, but still. Yeah, yeah way oh. real, like maybe about five years pre-cat suit. Mm. I did get to technically meet her, though, because she was in a hair salon when uh, – I was with my wife, and she was getting her hair done. And she was like, oh, yeah, that's Serena Williams. And I, I'm ready to mark out like crazy. And I just looked like, hey, how's it going? You know, just trying to play it cool. So they're like, Serena Williams in the chair, man. But then, you know, she ain't got her hair done. She was getting it braided and all that. So I, I had to be cool because right next to her was LeVar Arrington. So oh, you look at her, and you like, got them looks. A, you don't want your, your boo to be like, why are you checking out Serena Williams? Then B, you see Big Swole right here. Like, yeah, um, I'm going to have to play this real cool. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Uh, oh, so, honey, uh, what what were you thinking about dinner? <laughs> <laughs> See, but the thing three is. three beatdowns that could be happening, and I'm trying to avoid all three. The thing is, you can make a pass to Serena. You don't have to worry about LeVar Arrington. I've watched his whole entire career. He wouldn't be able to catch you if you ran. And um, uh, I had to make it to the door first. That's the problem. This was close quarters. Trust me. So. Uh, well, That's shoot. two steps. Come here, fool. Shake him out his boots. Now, the beatdown you're going to get when you get home, I I'm advising you to stay out and gallivant for a little bit because uh, you might not be able to leave the house for a couple of weeks. Oh, no, man. Oh, no. 
It's like I came in there with Bray Wyatt, but I'm leaving with the fiend. <laughs> she was like, so, uh, baby, when we get home, I just want you to pick hurt or heel. And heel is not here right now. They're like, oh, okay. I, I know how this is going to go. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm just going to let you in and take this out. But as we get ready to head off, because TLC just started, and the first match of the night is New Day versus The Revival in their ladder match for uh, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uh, I do want to let you know, in case you weren't aware, in the midst of all your ugly, your, your other Googling and, 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 and silent stalking, um, Kayla Braxton is still kind of sad that she is in her own words, quote unquote, uh, single as fuck or single AF. So you can shoot your shot. You know what? Is that on Twitter? Yes. Yeah. She put it on Twitter. Yes. Yeah, she was saying how she was, um, uh, she was mad with, I think it was an Uber driver or something like something was going on. And then just one of those random rants is like, you know what? I'm just mad. Cause I'm also single as F. <laughs> like well, yeah, don't understand that, but okay. I really don't understand. I mean, all them dudes in a uh, that that's there. Nobody shot. Even big, come on, Biggie, you need to shot me. Somebody got dang it. Oh man, I can't find her Twitter handle. Oh god. Oh no, man, no. You gotta watch the pay per view. I, I can do that at the same time. Don't don't I, you forget. Don't you be getting crazy. Don't you be getting crazy. That's how you get in trouble. Now you be trying to look for, for, for the, the, the Twitters. I can't believe you, man. I'm so disappointed. But the, the funny part about it is... It's you at know, Kayla hey, Braxton WWE, just so you know. You're welcome. Uh, when you see her dressed as uh, Mrs. Incredible, though, you'll really be shooting your shot then. Going uh, down uh, in the DM, it go down. It's going down in the DM. See, I'm gonna tell her, hey baby, I got snacks. I mean, but you are. Snacks. I'm gonna tell you, if, hey, hey, if this win, if this works, I want a finder's fee. God dang it! I'm like, whoa, 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 for real. You got an older sister? <laughs> no, for real. Do you have an older sister? Yeah. Yeah. So we digress before we, you know, we can get off on some tangents, but. Um, TLC, we got our picks in. We will find out at the end of the night who is the biggest wiener. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone, but we are gonna get out of here because we got a pay per view to watch. But before the end of this show, uh, before you hear the next show, um, you'll hear from BJ and our sponsor, Anchor FM. So do check that out. And that's the people's choice. I'm Big Guy KG. We are the WrestleManiacs and we are out of here. Peace out. This has been another Sideline Junkies production. Sponsored by Anchor FM. For any questions, comments, or even if you have a show idea. You can always email the fellas, sidelinejunkies247 at gmail.com. Junkies out.